Hashtag MSW. Right, it's a great deal on the show tonight, uh, but also we do celebrate some of the great movements that have been happening within the football world. Now, as you know, women in sports in South Africa continuing to make some of the big waves in the industry. Now, this time in the football coaching department, uh, from being a player, you'll remember very well, then a goalkeeper coach. Uh, then she moved on to be an assistant coach. And recently, as a performance analyst at Bafana Bafana, as well as Banyana Banyana, and also the junior national teams. I can tell you right now that she has penned a two-year contract to be the head coach of the South Sudan senior women's football team and basically becoming the first South African woman coach to achieve this milestone of coaching abroad. Let that sink in a little bit. That's a milestone. That is history. Shanine Boerson is the newly appointed South Sudan senior women's national team coach. I'm still letting that sink in. Shalene Boyson, good evening. Hey, Robert. How are you? Ah, I couldn't wait to say one simple word to you tonight. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. What did it take for us to reach this milestone and i did reiterate so many times that it is a milestone i know you're a very humble person you, <laughs> you don't like to blow your own horn but yeah. Jillian, this is a big deal well yeah I, i'm not i'm not even sure that i understand how big a deal it is until i start speaking to people because for me it's just an opportunity to actually do what i was meant to do the coaching part, and um, I'm I'm excited beyond like I can't even contain myself. That's how excited I am. Who put out the call? Who made the initial contact? I'm just interested in that nitty gritty. <laughs> before we get down to the football <laughs> side of things, you know how inquisitive I am. Yeah, the thing is, I I've always been interested in the coaching part. I think um, a lot of people have just seen me now as just an analyst. And I think that is the part where I, um, if you speak to Deidre Ellen, she will tell you that, you know, on, on a piece of paper, I was probably only the performance analyst at Banyana. But if you look behind the scenes, I was the tactical coach. I was her assistant coach. I was, uh, you know, just helping out wherever I could. And I think towards the beginning of last year, I decided that I needed to make a move in order for me to get back to my my roots. I mean, I, I've, I've done the goalkeeping, I've done the analysis, but so it, it was, although I got the expertise in those now, I think, you know, coaching is where it comes back to. And mm. um, when my agent um, representative put out a call to me in early November saying that South Sudan, you know, um, Lindy Nguyenia, I have to say this, that, um, you know, she, she was amazing through all of this whole process. And um, what she did, how we got involved, and just everything was just, um, like, just such a godly path, to be honest with you. And then um, I think I applied for the job. When it became available, it was on the website. I think I applied in early uh, end of November. 
And early January, I got a call to ask if I'm still interested. I said, absolutely. Uh, I did a second interview and I said, we want you. And here we are. <laughs> you know who I thought of when I initially got the news? Yeah. Shalene was the Banyana coach, Desiree Ellis. I yeah. say this because we obviously chat to her quite a lot. There's been a, a great yeah. deal that's happened in women's football, especially at the senior national team level. Yeah. And she's been in the forefront. She's been winning the yes. Continental Awards, you know, all of the accolades that yes. have been going through. Yeah. And you've seen how our very best in the country, from a women's perspective, even without a professional setup in the country, have been sprayed all over the world, in top yes. leagues around the world. And I'm thinking to myself, that is great. That is good yeah. for the players to go and do that. I had looked at your situation and I said, you know, how many times Desiree has mentioned your name yeah. in, in, in yeah. interviews that we have done with her, <laughs> praising yeah. the work, the groundwork, the behind-the-scenes yeah. work, the gathering of information, the presentation of that information to her and the squad. I thought, yeah. my oh my, as much as we are happy, I'm sure Desiree yeah. is happy, but somewhere, <laughs> somehow, there's a chunk of that heart that is broken. Yeah. Listen, we, we've, we've been friends for a very long time, and since I started the process, I've looped her in. Um, she was one of my, um, you know, like, closest confidants, and when I initially thought about it, I said, Des, I really want a coach. And we spoke about it at length. At every camp, we spoke about it. Over the phone every day, we said, and she said to me, you need to, you know, spread your wings. And I, I know it's hard for both of us because I could stay here and be very comfortable. Or I could challenge myself and go out there and make a difference. Because that's what I want to do. I want to make a difference. And um, I, I could have I gone back maybe to the U.S. or I could have applied in Europe. But I also feel like there's so much work to be done right here in Africa. And why are we exporting ourselves when we should be helping CAF fulfill their strategy, which is building the foundations right here? And with South Sudan, I get an opportunity to come in right in the beginning. I mean, the national team is quite young. They're only two years old. They've only played three games. So for me to come in at ground level and professionalize the game a little bit, creating a clear pathway for the players. That is all, you know, a CAF strategy that is now being put into a federation strategy. And, and that's where I come in. And when you say you want to coach, and I can tell how, how deeply that means to you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know, you know, it, it goes back to, again, one of our most um, well-loved and also one of our most experienced coaches, uh, Shalene, that's ever come into the country to coach him. You were able to work with him at Houston Dash in the U.S. That's Vera Powell. Yes. And um, coaching is an ever-evolving career. It's an ever-evolving medium that you become a part of. And to be involved with somebody who is as highly recognized, who is an achiever like she is, would have also meant a lot to you. And you would have wanted to then impart your coaching knowledge. And I know that you've got your CAFE license. So it's not even I about do. Vera. But it's also <laughs> just a case of saying that, you know, yeah. that combination alone brought the success within Houston Dash. How important was that for you in finally saying, you know what, deep down inside, I want to coach? 
guys, I've always wanted to coach because I have been a coach. I mean, I, I, I am a coach. It's just that people don't, um, for the last couple of years, haven't seen me on the field as much because my contribution to Banyana was mostly theoretical. But putting that theory into practice, that was Desiree's job, I feel like. Not that I couldn't do it, but we all have a role to play. And getting the theory part right and then putting the plan into action, that was, you know, sort of um, how it, it, it worked in Banyana. But that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm, I'm not a coach because actually at Houston Dash, Vera was, was ill for a couple of days and um, I had to take over the coaching. And it didn't seem like I was out of place or anything. I just took over like it was, it, it was, it was part of my job. So, I mean, I've always been a coach. I've, I've actually, if you speak to Desiree, she'll tell you, I coached her. And we won a national championship with me and her as, as, as both, you know, co-coaches at Spurs. So it's not that I don't have the background. I think people yeah. have just always seen me as being in the background. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I think, where, you know, like I want to change the landscape a little bit. Oh, man, I love that confidence that is coming. I want to change the yeah. landscape a little bit and yeah. change it. And, and the world yeah. is there to, to accommodate that, though, Shaleen. The, the world is there to take in all that you've learned. And the best part of this is your, your journey. The fact that you've coached, you've been an assistant, you've handled coaching sessions, you've coached the Desrays of this world, you've been the former <laughs> goalkeeper coach, um, you know, even with, with Vera as well, within Banyana yeah. Banyana, and, and you've done the whole performance analyst part. Yeah. Now, if, you, if you're talking about a multifaceted coach, <laughs> she's the one that I'm chatting to right now. So she's not just angled at coaching. She's not just angled at goalkeeper coaching. She's not just angled at being an assistant coach. I, I'm, I'm probably talking to a rare breed of an all-rounder. Uh, yeah, I, I think when I, when I look back, I think my model was on, based on you know, what Vera did. My, my first introduction to you know, international football was with Vera Powell. And she came with a wealth of knowledge, experience, and, you know, like, she came with her own physical training. We didn't need a physical trainer when Vera was around because she knew exactly, she knew what to do when it came to periodizing the players. And I think that part of it, I, I've always been a, 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 a student of the game. So a lot of it has been about getting the experience, getting the expertise in certain fields, and I feel like goalkeeping is a field that I can say I'm an expert in. Analysis is something that I definitely know I'm an expert in. Um, how I'm going to integrate it into the South Sudan team, I already had the plans. Now it's about putting it into practice. Because, yeah, and that's the exciting part, that putting into practice what is theory at the moment. But I've worked with Ezra Ellis, I've worked with Vera Powell, so... I mean, how much work do you <laughs> <laughs> What more do you need, really, in life? Yes, and and, and where I become yeah. extremely jealous of what South Sudan is going to be getting, like I say, um, yeah. I mean, I've talked about the cafe license, and, and that's something you got even way back in 2014. Uh, so yeah. that's been indoctrinated into your system. Uh, you know, you also hold the SAFA FIFA goalkeeper license as well as the international performance 
analysis level three license. Yeah. I mean, you've done courses in sports psychology, you've done periodization, and uh, as, as, as well as being a local coach instructor. So different yeah. levels come in at a time now where the home comforts are no longer there. Not that it's the first time uh, Shalene's going to be happening to you, uh, but it's also within a part of the, the country and part of the world where a lot has happened as far as uprisings are concerned and, and, and. But with every uprising, they panel beat things back together again. Do you have any, do you have any fears? What has gone through your mind? Or is it just yours purely the football side? The guarantees have come through to you. They're saying, please, come, let's begin. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be honest with you, like when they initially told me that they're offering me the position, I was like shocked. Like, wow. First of all, wow. And then, no. I mean, how? Yeah, how do I do this? So, I mean, I spoke to my family. My family is okay with everything. And, like, yes, I'm a little bit, I'm a, I'm a little bit scared. I'm a little bit, but not, like, scared, scared. Because I have to be on my own. I mean, in, in Houston Dash, I was, I was away from home, but I had zero power. We had three of the, the national team players playing at Houston Dash. So there was kind of someone to bounce things off and someone to talk to. But now it would be sort of just me. But I'm going to, to make a difference. That's why I'm going to South Sudan. And I feel like everything happens for a reason. We all have our path that we need to walk. And I think this is like really just my path. And I'm not, I'm not like afraid that something is going to happen to me because we all have to, you know, go sometime. But I do believe that there is a bigger plan. And I am currently a part of something bigger, something special. And South Sudan has proven that they want to change things in South Sudan. They want to change things in women's football in South Sudan. And, and who am I to say no? an opportunity like this the experience is far broader you know for those who might not even know um because having witnessed you do the kind of work that you've done not only just being limited here shaleen to just the women's game your 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 involvement with bafana bafana you know not just bafana (laughs) bafana but an involvement with the team that literally qualified for the africa cup of nations in egypt under Stuart baxter Yes. What dimension would you say that has brought into your learning and into your expertise? Um, to be honest, I, I really loved working with Stuart. He was, like, for me, a true professional. Um, I, I, I know that, you know, there were issues around a lot of other things, but just the way he treated me, just the way he was, like, you know, the respect he afforded me. There were times when you asked my opinion on, on, on things that I didn't think would come from someone like him, but he did. And I think what I've learned from him is to, you know, like he wanted for me that as part of wanting to make a difference. Because when he came into the team, he wanted to change the mindsets of, of players. They must know that they are good enough. They must know that they're there for a reason. But they must also know that they're playing for a badge that is not afforded to everyone in, in the country. 
I mean, to be able to step onto the field with your national team jersey, the pride that that brings, knowing that your family is watching, knowing that your friends are watching, but you're playing for your country. That is something that when I look now, I mean, I've tried to sort of install that same kind of um, ideology into the Banyana team. When you step onto the field, make people they mustn't forget you, but make people understand who you are, where you come from, and make them proud. Make the country proud. And I think that is something that I will always take with me wherever I go. I'm going to change the... I, I think I'm going to change the landscape in South Sudan a little bit, but I want them to be proud when they're wearing their jersey because it's... It's it's an amazing feat to be playing for your country, not afforded to everyone. And you would know, I've mentioned Bafan. You yeah. would know, I've mentioned Banyan. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even touched on the fact that when the SA Junior <laughs> Under-17 girls yeah. uh, qualified for the 2018 FIFA Under-17 World Cup in Uruguay, you were there. Uh, when Banyana Banyana, you know, gained their qualification for the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup, you were there. You took there. Banyana Banyana to the 2016 Olympics in Rio. You were there. Yep. And you're a proud holder of three Kosafa championship titles with Banyana Banyana. So, I mean, there's, there's no layer. That's what I'm trying to get across, is that at times, Shalid, we might not celebrate achievers and achievements of individuals like yourself, but it's when other countries see your true value, then something triggers. Then we are able to say, where, how, where on earth has she been all along? But you've been here all along. You know, it's not like you were hiding. It's not like you've been, uh, you know, working in the fishing industry and you suddenly just came back now. You know, you've always been in the game. And we can only just celebrate the fact that they need you to perform a job. When they confirmed all of this, for yeah. them, what is priority number one? I, I, I know that trying to shape things up, it's the first time on many different levels for them, Shaleen. But yeah. for them, what is their top, top priority? I would think, I mean, just me coming in, um, you know, laying a pathway for their women footballers. And I think the first thing that we want to do together as a country and as a as a coach, is to get a FIFA ranking because we are not FIFA ranked. Right. And I think that I have a plan for that. I mean, I've spoken to many people about it. How do we get there? What do we do? It's it's very really achievable. And that's why I say when I talk of South Sudan Federation, they have very achievable goals set out. They have a clear vision, which I am able to... Um, look into and see this this I can achieve, this I can do, and more. So I think the priority would be to get a FIFA ranking in order for South Sudan to become, you know, a, a, an entity that people can see. They are they are a part of FIFA. We've got a text here from um, Crazy Goat. That's his trading name. 
I wonder why he calls himself or herself as crazy goat, <laughs> but Dumi, <laughs> Dumi Gosi says that um, I'm loving this newfound pan-Africanism about our coaches. They are now open to the idea of exploring the continent and testing themselves. Uh, Wandi Lemtana says that the women in football continue to fly our flag high and make us very proud to the international stage. Now, this achievement is a huge milestone uh, for her, and this is also evidence uh, of the hard work behind the scenes to keep the fitness intact uh, within Banyana, Banyana. And there's a whole lot more. But in fact, you know what? Uh, let's listen to a few voice notes. Thank you. Uh, good evening, Rob, and good evening to the coach. Uh, congratulations to her. You know. this, is, uh, this is amazing and this is big, uh, not just for her, but for the entire country. Yeah, she'll be flying the flag high and then showing the rest of the continent, uh, what South Africa is made of and the quality that South Africa can produce. So well done. I hope she achieves everything uh, she has set her mind to. Um, good evening, Rob. The story that we're actually hearing today about the appointment of one of our female coaches um, for the Sudan national team is actually testament to the fact that um, South African women's football is underperforming and we could be doing a lot better if we had a professional league. Uh, it's unfortunate that, as far as I'm concerned, the powers that be are dragging their feet uh, in terms of um, implementing and instituting a professional football league in South Africa. Imagine if we had a league and these opportunities, uh, how, much, how many of these opportunities would actually open up to our former players in order for them to coach and, 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 and to make a contribution to women's football and take women's football that much further. I hope eventually this will sink into the powers that be and that actually do something about it. Thank you. Uh, hi, Robert, in the MSW family. Katleo here from Orlando West. Uh, what a beautiful story. Uh, we're hearing great news there about Shailene. We wish her all the best and we know she'll do brilliantly for us as a country and Africa as a whole. Uh, we wish her all the best and I in general just hope that some of our male and men coaches can take a note out of her book and I mean imagine she's got a cafe license so all the best man. Good luck Shailene. Hey, Tarobza, Tarobza. First of all, congrats to that lady. Congrats, you're making us proud as South Africans. Now, the best thing that she did for herself is to follow her heart. And the best decision he took is to have faith. That's what I like about her. I've been listening to her. She knew what she wanted in life. She knew one day can make a difference. Now there's this opportunity. She's using it very, very, very well. I'm so proud of the girl. Hi Rob, it's the Boko here. I just want to congratulate the coach on her appointment. Uh, this is good for South African football. This is good for women's football uh, uh, in its entirety, Rob. And what is most pleasing, Rob, is just we've got one ambassador again going out to represent us at the continental level, Rob. Uh, coach, I know you're going to do well. You're going to make us proud. And you've got all the right accolades, the right attributes to, to succeed. And good luck in your uh, endeavors. Thanks, Rob.
Jacqueline Boisson is the newly appointed South Sudan Senior Women's National Team Coach, joining us right here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. The first woman coach to be appointed outside of South Africa. That alone speaks volumes in terms of her, her achievement, the journey ahead. You had so many voice notes, so many good wishes. What's your response to some of them? Um, you know, since the announcement was made today, I, I, I was just overwhelmed. Like, I spoke to Des straight after, and I said to her, like, how do I deal with this? Because it was never my job to deal with, you know, the media. the And everybody was, like, on social media. The media was calling. The media was asking for interviews. And I was like, I mean, what now? What What is this now? I just want to coach. But I do want to say to everybody in South Africa, everybody, you know, just right through the world that has sent their congratulations and their thank you so, so much. I mean, it means so much to me. And it, it actually, um, it, it warms my heart to know that so many people um, is now following my career. And I hope that this is a beacon of hope to, you know, I was listening to one of the voice notes where, um, the gentleman was saying that this should open up doors for other coaches, and it should. I mean, we see players going overseas all the time now, but we should be open. Someone told me this afternoon. Um, this is when preparation meets opportunity. There's so much opportunity out there. But what are we doing to empower ourselves? What are we doing to get the necessary experience? How are we preparing ourselves for when when the opportunity comes around? So to all the female coaches out there, even the male coaches, when the opportunity comes, be ready. Do yourself a favor. Work on it. Go work hard. I mean, it's not it's not easy to get to a point where you are. I mean, I I still can't believe that they appointed me, but that's just the the bottom line that. You work hard to achieve. And I think that's what I want to put out there. Work hard and, and it will all fall into place for you. Absolutely. And that's the positive messages that have been flooding through. I mean, there's, there's a whole lot more voice notes that are, um, are standing yeah. by. But I, I know that you're still down in Cape Town. What are the plans to travel to that side of the world? Um, how soon is that going to be? I mean, given all the travel restrictions uh, that we're currently ex- experiencing. Um, I think if it's for work, then I think you should be able to get out of the country. I know that a few of the players have made it out. So I'm sure that it shouldn't be a problem to get out. I know that on the South Sudan side, they are working on my work permit, which will give me a bit of, you know, like opportunity to get my visa and as soon as possible because I know that the league is starting on the 20th. I would have loved to have been there. I don't think that's going to happen, but I would like to be there for the second round of games. So the idea now is to to fly out on, you know, on the 22nd, 23rd, to be there on the 24th. But yes, I I'm not sure that that will be achievable. But if it is, then I'm happy with it. Just from your prognosis, from where you sit, what is the ability? that you believe the country has from a women's football perspective 
And are they willing to give it as much support? Um, you've seen, you've been part of the struggle in South Africa where it's had to be such a fight over so many years just to kind of get the recognition. And yet there's so much talent in the entire country in terms of women's football. Are they open to listening to your suggestions? I think they are. I think they are. In, in, the, in the interviews that I've had, in the conversations that I've had with the relevant role players, I think they are very open to, to growing the game. I mean, they've started without me. They started growing the game. They, they've just had a huge um, coaching um, uh, uh, workshop where they've, where they've got 70 coaches. And then they've done an administrative course where they did 40 administrators. So I think that they are willing to, to change the landscape. And yes, they are willing to provide the support to take us to the next level. What about facilities? Is, is that a part of the world where you've, you, you've been? Or would this be the first time out you've had to do pretty much most of your research uh, you know, via the Internet, for example, uh, to try and get a better feel of the landscape and what uh, every situation is like uh, in the country? Yeah, obviously it's 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 um it it is gonna be a challenge, but it's not something that I haven't done before. I've been to Zambia uh, for a couple of weeks, and it's yeah, it's gonna be a challenge. But I don't think it's something that I cannot overcome. I think it's it's very it's it's an opportunity for me to to rise above the circumstances, like you said. Mm. The luxuries of home might not be the same on the other side, but again, what do I need? I need electricity and Wi-Fi. I mean, I think <laughs> first world countries. Yeah, that's it. I mean, other than that, I can live in art and still be happy. Oh, but what's the ultimate for you? Let's say it's it's this journey is over. What was that one thing when you were doing all of these causes when you would? Yeah. When you were working as hard as you've been working all of these years, what to you deep down inside was that one thing that you'd say, you know what, that's the ultimate? Making a difference. I don't think coaching is is, is really um, the ultimate. There's, there's nothing. I don't want to win a World Cup. I don't want to, well, not right now, but I do want to make a difference. I want to see the change after I, I, I leave. And I want to make a difference in the people that I work with. So for me, that will be the ultimate. Ultimate, ultimate. <laughs> yes, ultimate, ultimate. Yes, and getting a fever ranking the South Sudan before I leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, makes, that makes beautiful sense as well. Yeah. And, and just your... I know we're reaching towards the end of our, our conversation and I've loved every minute of it. I've, I've looked at the time. I can't believe we hit you know, the top of the hour. And, and that's what makes football conversations so beautiful is that when you're as learned as you are, when you've played the game as much as you have, there's just so much to impart. And we, 
with the willing listening ear have so much to absorb and we just want to keep learning and learning and learning <laughs> and that's what you bring yeah. to this platform and i think that's why we we, we really are proud of that what, what's your final Thank message you. though to all of these south africans and i know that they've been very supportive you mentioned at the top of the conversation how supportive your family have been and how happy they are they might lose you physically uh you know you being present at home but they yeah. know what this means to you what, what's your final message to all south africans i think not to compare me with anyone. I think that's that's the ultimate. I don't want to be compared to to other coaches. I want to bring what I can, and and what I bring is you know like a fresh breath of um, just passion and 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 just I'm coming to give my all for South Sudan because that's where I'm going. But I think South Africa will will always hold my heart because I'm South African. But when we play each other, know that I will want to beat South Africa. And, um, yeah, so support me winning, losing, um, when I'm struggling, when I'm doing well. I think support women's football. That's, that's the only thing I want to see happen. All right. More support on Twitter. Coach Sia Maluka says, uh, congratulations to the coach. Wishing her nothing but the best. The interview is so inspiring. Kululego uh, shares the same idea, says what, you know what, congratulations to the coach. Uh, wishing her nothing but the best. This interview is so inspiring. Celebrating our legends while they're still alive. And that's how South Africans feel about you. And uh, one dealer as well wraps it up and says the confidence in Boyson uh, shows how determined to explore her philosophy in Sudan uh, in the team is this move would surely help her to gain more experience and to be able to mature her coaching ambitious career. So on that positive note, we're going to keep tabs with you, coach. And um, yeah. Please don't dump our calls now when you know when you're in charge of that side. Uh, we'll still want to no. keep South Africans up to date with all of your progress. And I personally, uh, I know how much this means to you. And I, I really want to wish you and congratulate you from the depth of our hearts, especially from this show. Thank you so very much. Thank you for all your support. That's the newly appointed South Sudan Senior Women's National Team Coach and wishing her everything of the best as we say goodbye to her. Uh, that's Shaleen Boyson uh, joining us right here on Marawa Sports Worldwide.